Good afternoon and welcome. This is a beautiful day that God has given us and we should rejoice, celebrate and be glad in it. I do have indeed a message that the Father has given for me to share to us and before we can um, learn of this message, I want that we should just share some prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of appreciation, prayers where we're just honoring God for what he has done, what he's about to do, and what he's going to do throughout the year 2022. So join me, let's just start to pray, begin to thank God. Whatever you want to thank him for, just begin to speak to him this moment, and then we'll go into the word of God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this wonderful day, this great moment, and this unique opportunity. I call it an opportunity because, Father, we have, Lord God, this privilege of coming in your presence and offering a prayer. Lord, the kind of prayer that we want to offer this moment is a prayer of appreciation, a prayer of thanksgiving. Lord, women, men, boys, girls, people of all ages from different corners of the universe are coming before you today and they are worshipping. They are praising and they are appreciating. Father, that is what we are here to do, God of heaven, that we want to do our part in saying thank you, Lord, for what you have done in our families. Thank you for what you have done in our relationships. Thank you for what you have done in our academics. Thank you for what you have done in our businesses. Thank you for what you have done in our cities, in our neighborhoods. Thank you for what you have done in our careers. We glorify you, Lord, because of what you have done in our spiritual life. Thank you that, Father, because of you, we are growing in spirit. Thank you that, Father, we are beginning to understand more and more of your word. Thank you, Lord, that we are more accepting to your ways than we were months ago. Thank you, Lord, that whenever we hear your voice, we know that it is you communicating with us, O oh God. Thank you that, Father, we are ready, God, to execute your word without delay. Thank you that, God, we are obedient and prepared to do according to your will. Thank you, Father, that, God, you are speaking today. Thank you that you continue to speak, Jehovah. Thank you that you are healing us, you are protecting us, and you are guiding us. Thank you, Jehovah, because you are lifting us, you are elevating us, and you are promoting us. We thank you for the grace. We thank you for the favor. We thank you for the peace. We thank you for the patience. We thank you for the glory. We thank you for the blessings. We thank you for the open doors. We thank you, Lord, for every good thing that you are doing in our lives. Lord, we know that we are never alone. We always have the help of the Holy Spirit with us. And we have the angels who are the ministering spirits ministering unto us. Father, we appreciate you for that, O oh God. Lord, for us to be here this moment, to listen, to watch, and hear what you have to say, it is a reason for us to say thank you. We are not watching from a hospital bed. We are not watching from the street without where to go. But we are watching, my God, in the comfort of our homes. Father, that is a reason for us to say thank you. Lord, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. You deserve the adoration, O God, creator of heaven and earth. You are the king of glory, O God. And Christ, you are the prince of peace, the Lord of lords, and the king of kings. We say, Lina Lobusa Talia Tasentilita Mosoto Kappa. We say, Sinte Lia Osolo Osuna La Kalia Pose Televaka. We say, Sinte Asia Loson Dokula Paketa Misa. We say, Lise Tedia Osonto Luta Kapate Misa. 
We say asite esinta loso koli apata kamoka. Asinte li esia tono mosatapa. We say lise alisantin kaloso doluka kasa. We say zinte lipe kaluto kusula dapa. Ali eoloson doluba katapa. We say site kalita oson dolupa katipa. In the name of Jesus Christ. Londo luka katia pa kaluba katipe. Lende kedia data loson doluba katapa. We say sia luto koluba katia paka. Lende lida koson doluba kata. We bow at your presence. We bow at your word. We bow at your promises. We bow at your instructions. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, we are here to listen to the word of life. The word of encouragement. The word of truth. The word of direction. The word of guidance. The word of comfort, the word that uplifts, the word that encourages, the word that transforms, the word that washes, the word that shapes, the word that directs, the word that guides. We are here, my Father, to listen to the word that has life, the word that is quick, the word that is powerful, the word that is sharper than any two-edged sword, the word, Lord, that brings life to any dead situation. My God, we say thank you. We appreciate you and we honor you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for taking the time to share prayers. And what I would uh, encourage you to do is when you are watching and listening to this letter, within that time slot where I am praying with you, pray also. All right? So don't just listen. But when I am leading prayers, when I am sharing some prayers, when we are thanking God, when we are appreciating God, take the time and begin to appreciate him. Let's say you are working around the house. Let's say you are walking. Let's say whatever it is that you are doing as you are listening, take the time and pray. Just thank God. All right? Good, good, good. Jonah chapter 1. Let's open our Bibles from the book of Jonah chapter 1. Jonah chapter 1, I'll read verses 1 to 3 first, and then I'll instruct you what we are going to do. Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, and I'll read the New King James Version, whatever version that you'll be reading, that's fine. Now, let me repeat myself, you're welcome wherever you're watching from, whichever continent, whichever location, whichever area, you're most welcome. All right, verse 1, the Bible reads, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Verse 3. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. This is the word, Lord, that is life. This is the word that is active. This is the word that is sharper than any two-edged sword. This is the word that heals. This is the word that comforts. This is the word that blesses. This is the word that it washes. This is the word that it transforms. This is the word that encompasses. This is the word that has favor. This is the word that has grace. As we continue to share the word that you have given today, take all the glory, Jehovah. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, we have just read the book of Jonah, chapter 1, from verses 1 to 3. 
let me introduce the title of the message. The message that I am sharing with you today is He's got your back. He's got your back. God has your back. Jehovah has your back. Elohim has your back. El Shaddai has your back. The King of Glory has your back. The Creator of the Universe has your back. God who made man in his own image and likeness has your back. The Great I Am has your back. The God that is known as the God of Abraham has your back. The same God who was known as the God of Isaac has your back. The same God known as the God of Jacob has your back. The same God known as the God of Elijah has your back. The God known as the God of David has your back. The God of Hannah has your back. Hallelujah. So the God, the creator of the universe has your back. Hallelujah. He's got your back. Now we are reading the book of Jonah chapter 1. And from verse 1, what you are reading is the Bible says, God spoke to a man by the name of Jonah. And when God spoke to Jonah, he said to him, listen, I want you to get up. I want you to get ready. I want you to prepare. And I want you to go to a land, an area called Nineveh, which is a great city. I want you to go to a land in Nineveh, which is not an ordinary land. I want you to go to a people of a place called Nineveh who are not ordinary people. These are great people. These are unique people. These are people who have a place, a voice in a society. Hallelujah. Now, this land, um, Nineveh, hallelujah, is the modern day Iraq. All right. So at the time, it was a great land. It was a great city. It was a powerful city. And I can imagine that it was a city that had kings who, are, who were powerful. I can imagine that it was a land that had prophets. I can imagine it was a land that had, you know, different people doing different things. People who had wealth. People who had, you know, different uh, tasks. People who were skilled. People who were gifted. Because how do I know? The Bible says it was a great city. And these are the words of God. God is not referring to Nineveh as an ordinary city, but he says to Jonah, the land where I am sending you, the area where I am sending you, the city where I am sending you, the nation where I am sending you is a great nation. Hallelujah. And let's read on. Now, as you read on, the Bible says when, it jo when it, uh, Jonah heard this message, he said to himself, this is a great city. There are powerful people in that city. There are scary people in that city. There are famous people in that city. There are people of influence in that city. There are people who have more knowledge than me in that city. There are people who are more qualified than me in that city. There are people who have more wealth than me in that city. And the end result, Jonah decided to run away from the mission. Jonah said, I am going to escape the mission because where God is sending me is too tough. Hallelujah. So today I want to speak to someone who might be saying, Father, the job opportunity that has been offered me is too, it's too much. When I look at my age, when I look at that I'm only a woman, when I look at my background, when I look at my race, when I look at my experience, when I look at my qualification, I don't know if I have what it takes. So I better decline the opportunity. Someone is saying, I have met the dream woman, the woman of my dreams, the woman whom I have been wanting, the woman whom I would love to spend the rest of my life. 
But looking at this woman, she is too independent. Looking at this woman, she is too educated. Looking at this woman, she comes from a family that has everything. Maybe she has got brothers that are too powerful, brothers that are great, brothers that are popular. So how am I going to become a husband? I am going to decline. I am going to run away. Maybe I want to speak to a woman who is saying, I have met a man of my dreams. I have met a man whom I feel that we can live our lives together. I have met a man whom we can raise children together. But when I look at this man, when I look at his level, when I look at his background, when I look at his education, when I look at his intelligence, his wisdom, he is above my level. I cannot be a wife to such a man and you are running away. I want to speak to someone who is saying, you have called me as a pastor. You have called me as a prophet. You have called me as an evangelist. You have called me as a teacher of the word. But the kind of people whom you are calling me to are way above my league. They have got more money than I do. They have got more wealth than I do. They are more educated than I am. How am I going to pastor such a people? How am I going to preach to such a people? And then you are running away. My God, I want to speak to that young man, that young woman, who is saying, Lord, I have just passed my education. But the university, the college that I am about to go to, I have heard that the people there are all intelligent. The people there have got A's. The people there, they were top of their classes. But I barely made it in my class. I barely made it in my examination. How am I going to fit in that, in that college? How am I going to fit in that university? And you are running away. You are saying, maybe I should just go to a cheap college. Maybe I should just go to an ordinary college. Hallelujah. I want to speak to a man, a woman, who is saying the business idea that I have is too great. The business idea that I have is too huge. Hallelujah. When I do my assessment, this kind of idea is only accomplished by those who have got fame, those who have got money, those who have got a capital, those who have got connections. How am I going to make it? And you are running away. But I am here to say to you that God has got your back. Hallelujah. Jonah was in the same position as you. Jonah was in the same situation as you, where he said, given the nature of the land in Nineveh, Given the stature of the city Nineveh, given the caliber of the people from Nineveh, I, Jonah, I am not worthy of going to preach to them. I am not worthy of going to minister to them. I better run away from the mission. Hallelujah. He is God. You're back. Now you are saying, Pastor, the verses that we have just read, how do they fit in to your message? How do they fit into the topic? He has got your back. Very good question. Listen to this statement. God will fashion or create a unique situation so that he can get you out of it while demonstrating his mighty power. Hallelujah. Let me repeat this statement. This is important. Hallelujah. I posted this statement around 12 midnight. So you will find this statement on my page. You will find this statement on a friend of Jesus. All right. So don't worry if maybe I'm speaking too fast. But the statement is there, and I want to urge you to read it again. I want to urge you to keep this statement. Read it over and over again. Let me read it. God will fashion or create a unique situation so that he can get, uh, so that he can get you out of it while demonstrating his mighty power. What do I mean? God will allow a difficult situation to come your way. 
God will allow challenges to show up in your life. God will allow the impossible to show up in your family. God will allow a, a painful situation to come your way. God will allow a circumstance that is not pleasant, not pleasing to come your way. God will allow you to shed tears. God will allow you to feel pain. God will allow you to be rejected. God will allow you to be ridiculed. God will allow you to be laughed at. God will allow you to be embarrassed. So that in that embarrassment, in that shame, he should take you out. And as he is taking you out, he is demonstrating his power. He is demonstrating his, his leadership. He is demonstrating his ability. Praise the Lord. So when you are in that situation, when you are facing that circumstance, when you are faced with that mountain, when you are walking in that valley, when you are in that terrible scenario, when you are finding it difficult to make it in life, when you are not getting the recognition you deserve, when you are not getting the praise you deserve, when you are not getting the appreciation that you feel you deserve, when there seems to be no light at the end of the tunnel, when it seems like all chips are down, when it seems like everyone is mocking at you, when it seems like everyone is laughing at you, when it seems like everyone has become an enemy, when it seems like nobody wants to help you, when it seems like everyone that you used to know is no longer known to you, I want you to understand that God is fashioning a way out. God is planning a way out. God is preparing a way out. God is deliberately allowing you to be in that situation so that as he takes you out, as he delivers you, as he promotes you, as he heals you, as he reestablishes you, as he blesses you, as he protects you, as he favors you, as he brings glory over your life, then people will know that it was God. People will know that it was Jehovah. People will know that he has got your back. Hallelujah. People will know that God has your back, that God is on your side, that God is for you. Hallelujah. Remember the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? The one who did not spare his only begotten son allowed him to be persecuted, allowed him to be crucified, allowed him to be embarrassed, allowed him to be left alone, allowed him to be shamed for the purpose of demonstrating his power, his authority. Will he not do it for you? Praise the Lord. The same God who allowed Abraham to become an old man without a son and yet blessed him with a son Isaac who became a son of a promise will he not do it for you. The same God who allowed Hannah to be mocked by Penina and at the end blessed Hannah with a child will he not do it for you. The same God who allowed Elizabeth to be barren and in the end blessed her with a child will he not do it for you. The same God who allows men to be mocked, men to be laughed at, will he not do it for you? Hallelujah. The same God who allowed Pastor Malua, Tadala Malua, to become an orphan, to lose both parents, and yet has lifted him, will he not do it for you? The same God who took this man that nobody wanted to be with, and today has placed him in a marriage, has placed him in a happy home, will he not do it for you? The same God who took this man from a place of no hope, a place of no education, a place of no accommodation, and has made him to be independent, will he not do it for you?
The same God who took a man that was ordinary and has called him to be one of his servants will he not do it for you. I want to say to you, my brother, my sister, that God has got your back. That God has got your back. That God is on your side. If you can be patient, if you can be calm, you will realize that God is on your side. Let me show you. Jonah chapter 1, yes, jump to verse number 8. The same Jonah chapter 1, jump to verse 8. And I'll read verses 8 to 9 first. All right? So Jonah chapter 1, look at verse number 8. All right? Verse number 8, let's, let's read. Then they said to him, Please tell us, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? And where do you come from? What is your country? What of, <laughs> and what people are you? Hallelujah. Now, let me take you a few steps back. In the beginning, in verse number one, we read that Jonah was told by God to go to a land, a place called Nineveh. But instead, Jonah chose to run away. Jonah was afraid. Jonah feared, and he ended up going to Tashish. And the Bible says, while he was on the boat making his way to Tashish, God allowed a storm. Hallelujah. This is why I was saying God allows you to be in pain for a reason. God allows you to face embarrassment for a reason. God allows you to face shame for a reason. God allows you to face poverty for a reason. God allows you to face, you know, difficult times for a purpose. And here the Bible says when Jonah denied the plan of God, when Jonah denied the word of God, when Jonah denied the mission that God was sending him to, the Bible says he allowed trouble to show up. Now they were in the ship, in the boat, making their way to Tarshish. And the Bible says out of the, out of the blue, out of the ordinary, there was a storm in the sea. And the water began to hit against the boat, against the ship. And the people in the ship started to cry. They started to complain. And they were asking one another, why are we facing this difficult time? They were asking one another, who has committed a sin? They were asking one another, who has upset God? Because they knew that this here has to be a problem. There has to be something wrong for us to be facing this much problem. Maybe when they did their assessment, the weather prediction seemed good. Maybe when they looked at the weather forecast, the condition said it was going to be sunny and clear skies, and it was going to be calm with no wind. But out of the ordinary, there was a storm. So these people knew that something is wrong. Hallelujah. And in verse number 8, they came to Jonah. They found Jonah sleeping at the base of the boat. Hallelujah. And they said to Jonah, tell us, who are you? Tell us, where are you from? Tell us, who are your people? Tell us, what is your background? Tell us, what is your experience? Hallelujah. Because they were wondering, why was he sleeping in the middle of the storm? Hallelujah. Now, Jonah was busy sleeping while people at the top deck were crying. Jonah was busy sleeping while people were complaining. Hallelujah. When you know God has got your back, you are not pushed by what is happening. When you know God has got your back, you don't just shed tears anyhow. 
When you know God has got your back, you don't just go around and start complaining to everyone. When you know God has got your back, you don't just allow any simple situation to cause you to give up. When you know God has got your back, you don't say, where is God? I don't know what is going to happen to me. When you know God has got your back, you shy away from being negative. You step aside from speaking negative. When you know God has got your back, even when there is a storm, you still celebrate even when there is rain, you still celebrate. Even when there is a drought, you still celebrate. Even when there is no food on the table, you still celebrate. Even when your rent is short, you still celebrate. Even when your mortgage money is nowhere to be seen, you celebrate. When there is no money in your business, you celebrate. When at work there is threatens, they are threatening you of being fired, you celebrate. Why? Because you know God has got your back. Hallelujah. When the medical report says you are sick, you celebrate. When they say you have got a terminal illness, you celebrate. When they say you cannot make it, you celebrate. Why? Because you know God has got your back. Hallelujah. So as they are reporting bad news, you are saying, When they're bringing bad news, you say, Glory to Jehovah. When they are bringing bad news, you say, Praise to the Most High God. When they bring bad news, you get in your closet and you say, Father, you deserve all the glory. When they phone you and they say, listen, brother, listen, sister, yeah, it is tough. Yeah, it is terrible. You begin to celebrate and you say, let us worship the maker. Hallelujah. You are not asking why. You are not asking how. You are not asking until when. You are not asking why us, but you are saying, God, you've got my back. Hallelujah. You created me. You have got my back. You brought me here. You have got my back. You brought me this far. You have got my back. Hallelujah. You are saying it is not by power, not by might, but by your spirit. You are saying I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. You are saying e, by his stripes I was healed. You are saying he is my God and he will never leave me nor forsake me. Why? He has got my back. Hallelujah. You are busy celebrating in the morning. You are busy celebrating in the rain. You are busy dancing in the rain. You are busy dancing in the valley. You are busy dancing in the problem. You are busy dancing in the storm, in the difficulty, you are shouting, Jehovah, you are worthy. Why? He has got your back. Hallelujah. So when you have got a, a revelation that God has got your back, you do not behave ordinary. Hallelujah. You do not speak ordinary. You do not think ordinary. Hallelujah. But you act like a person who knows your worth. You say, I am beautiful. I know it because he has got my back. I am intelligent. I know it because he has got my back. I am going to be a mother. I know it because he has got my back. I am going to be a father. I know it because he has got my back. I am going to get employed. I know it because he has got my back. I am going to receive what is due to me. I know it because he has got my back. My church is going to grow. I know it because he has got my back. I am going to make it in the city. I am going to make it in the nation. People will look for me. People will look for my name. I am going to create wealth for my children, their children, and their children. Why? Because God has got my back. I am not poor because God has got my back. I am not sick because God has got my back. I am not going to die prematurely because God has got my back. Hallelujah. I said no to accidents. Why? Because God has got my back. Understand that Jehovah, the creator, the maker, has got your back. Hallelujah. Now listen, let's carry on. My God, my God, my God. Verse number nine. 
All right, verse number nine. So he said to them, now this is Jonah replying to the people. Remember, Jonah is in the base of the boat. Jonah is sleeping and the people are crying because there is a storm on the water. There is a storm on the ocean. And Jonah has been asked different questions. And verse number nine, Jonah is replying to the questions. Listen to this. He says, so he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land, who made the sea and the dry land. There is a storm in the sea. And Jonah is saying, the God whom I serve made the sea. My father, my father. Ah, there is a fire. And God is saying, my God is, is, is the fire. He is a flame, my God. He can scorch, scorch and burn anything. He's a consuming fire. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, he continues to say, my God. It says, verse number 12. And he said to them, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then uh, the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this great tempest is because of me. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jonah is being told, right? They are asking him questions. Why are we suffering? Why are we about to perish? Why is there all of a sudden a storm in the ocean? And Jonah says, listen, I am a Hebrew. Hallelujah. So if you are like me, you are saying, listen, I am a Malawian. I am a servant of God. I am a child of God. I am a believer. Hallelujah. And Jonah is saying, listen, what you are facing is because of me. Hello? Jonah is saying, you are facing this trouble because of me. So let me give you a solution. Throw me into the water and you are going to be saved. Throw me into the water and you are going to be okay. Throw me into the water and this trouble is going to disappear. Throw me into the water and this anguish is going to end. Throw me into the water and I can assure you, I can guarantee you that there is going to be calm in the water. Look at verse 15. Jump to verse 15. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea. And the sea seized from its raging. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so Jonah says to them that perhaps I have a solution for you. The solution is throw me into the water because I know God is bringing this trouble because I am running away from him. Remember in verse 1, we said that Jonah was running away from the presence of God, from the instruction of God. So while he was making his way to Tarshish instead of Nineveh, the Bible says that there was a storm. And Jonah has just said to the people that throw me into the water and that is a solution. And the Bible says they threw him into the water. Hallelujah. <laughs> they tried. So if you look at verse number 14, you see verse 14 to 16, you'll find that they were trying to negotiate. They were trying to find another solution. They were trying to plead with God, but it never worked. And the only solution was for them to throw Jonah into the water. So verse number 15, they picked him up. They threw him into the water. As soon as he touched the water, the Bible says that he was calm. <laughs> He's got your back. Now look at verse 17. You're saying, Pastor, what do you mean? Look at verse 17. Jonah chapter 1 verse 17. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought God would be angry at Jonah. I thought God would be upset with Jonah. I thought God would want to destroy Jonah. I thought God would want Jonah to die. I thought God would want Jonah to be made an example of. 
I thought God would want Jonah to be embarrassed. I thought God would want Jonah to be put to shame. But instead, God is demonstrating that he has got his back. Hallelujah. He's saying, even though you disobeyed me, even though you went against my instruction, even though you try to run away from my presence, because I am a God of love, because I am a God of compassion, because I am a God of care, because I am a God who adores you, because I am a God who made you, because I am a God who created you, I will show you that I have got your back. And how did he demonstrate? The Bible says he created, he, he spoke to the, to, to, to the, to the fish. Hallelujah. He prepared a great fish, not an ordinary fish. The Bible says he prepared a great fish and he allowed Jonah to be swallowed by this fish. Why? To demonstrate that he had his back. Praise the Lord. So when God has got your back, while you are crying, God is going to make a way. Hallelujah. When God has got your back, while you are complaining, God is going to see you through. While you are busy saying, I am finished, because God has got your back, he is going to make a way out of no way. Hallelujah. Isaiah said, my God, my God. Isaiah reached a point where he said, because God has got my back, he makes a way where there seems to be no way. He makes a way in the wilderness. He makes a way in the forest. Because God has got your back, Isaiah said, he causes rivers to flow in the deserts. Why? He has got your back. So your marriage might be a desert, but I am here to say to you that God has got your back. He can cause rivers of life, rivers of joy, rivers of love, rivers of peace to flow in your marriage. Your health might be a desert, hallelujah, but God has got your back. He will cause rivers of healing, rivers of restoration to flow in your body, hallelujah, because God has got your back in your academics, your career. You are saying, I don't know right now if this job will cause me to 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 um, earn a decent living for my family i don't know with this job if i am going to 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 make it in life with this job i don't know 2022 how am i going to survive with this salary i don't know if i can manage to pay my bills and help others i don't know with this money that i have am i going to make it to university am i going to make it to college with my present case i don't know are they going to give me a stay? Are they going to give me citizenship? With the present condition I am in, I don't know. Am I going to be accepted? I apply to university. I apply to a college. But my results, I don't know if I'm going to be accepted. Now, that might be a desert. Hallelujah. But I am here to say, because God has got your back, because God is on your side, he is going to cause rivers, 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 rivers to flow in that situation. Hallelujah. He is going to make a way in that situation that there is no way. Praise the Lord. He is going to cause you to be remembered. Maybe you submitted your CV last year. Maybe you submitted your CV months ago. Maybe you submitted your CV weeks ago and you forgot about it. I am here to say that God will cause a way out of that ordinary situation. God will cause them to remember you. Why? Because he has got your back. 
Hallelujah. Jehovah has got your back. He is on your side. Maybe you gave up on life. Maybe you gave up on marriage. Maybe you gave up on your relationship. Maybe you gave up on your future. Maybe you gave up on your destiny. Maybe you gave up on your goals. Maybe you gave up on your dreams. Maybe you gave up on your plans. Maybe you gave up on your talent. Maybe you gave up on your gift. Hallelujah. Maybe you gave up on your calling. I am here to say to you that God has your back. Hallelujah. He prepared a great fish for Jonah who had disobeyed him. What more for you? Hallelujah. And the Bible says he prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. I'll give you a task. All right. Go back. Read Jonah from chapter uh, from uh, chapter one from verse one until the end. And what you're going to find is that Jonah began to pray. Hallelujah. Jonah made a prayer. He said, Lord, when I hit the water, when I was in the deep of the water of the darkest, when I was in that terrible water, when, when you know, the, 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 the plants in the water were entangling me, when I didn't know if I was going to survive in the water, when I didn't know if I was going to make it in the water, when I didn't know if there was a way out for me in the water, when I didn't know if I was going to survive out of the situation, I prayed to the Lord of heaven. I prayed to the God of heaven and God heard me. He prepared a fish for me. Hallelujah. So Jonah never gave up. Jonah never lost hope, hallelujah, even though he knew he had disobeyed God, even though he knew he was running away from the mission, even though he was thrown into the water which was his destruction, but the Bible says he never lost hope, he never gave up, why? Because God had his back. He had a revelation that God has my back, I can call unto him. So I want to say to you, you may have made a mistake, hallelujah. You may have made a mistake. You may have done something you should not have done. You may have committed so many wrongs in your life. You may have been found in a place where you should have not been. You may have said the things you shouldn't have said. You may have thought thoughts that you shouldn't have. Maybe the plans and intentions you had were not good. Maybe you were busy gossiping about someone else. Maybe you spoke something you shouldn't have to someone else. Maybe you have hurt someone else. I want to say to you, it is not late. Hallelujah. You can reconcile and God has got your back. You can choose to change and God has got your back. Hallelujah. God will take you out to demonstrate that he has got your back. God will deliver you to demonstrate that he has got your back. God will see you through to demonstrate that he has got your back. Hallelujah. There is light after, uh, at the end of the tunnel after all. There is hope in that hopeless situation after all. There is life in that dead situation after all. Hallelujah. That marriage that everyone thought had ended. That relationship that everyone thought was, was finished. There is hope after all. Because God has got your back. Hallelujah. Listen, let's finish. Instead of panicking, instead of panicking, choose to sit back and watch Jehovah work his wonders in your life. Hallelujah. Instead of panicking, instead of giving up, instead of losing hope, instead of complaining, hallelujah, choose to sit back and watch Jehovah work his wonders 
in your life. This is what Jonah did. Instead of saying, Father, receive my soul. Father, receive my spirit. Father, forgive me for I am dying now. He chose to trust God. So I want to say to you that in that situation, in that circumstance, sit back and trust God because he has got your back. Hallelujah. Remember last Sunday we said what? Trust his word. Trust his word. And today he is saying, I have got your back. Hallelujah. Because you trust my word, I have got your back. Hallelujah. Because you trust my word, because you trust me, I have got your back. Because you trust my promises, I have got your back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today when you are going around in the afternoon and people ask you, my son, my, my friend, my chummy, my buddy, my sister, my brother, what is going to happen to you? Say to them, God has got my back. Tomorrow when they ask you, hey, have you got the money for rent? Have you got enough money for food? Are you going to make it this year? Tell them that God has got my back. When they are saying, have you been accepted? at that university? Have you been accepted at that college? Smile at them and they say, God has got my back. When they say that business you have been talking about, that job you have been talking about, do you have it? Say to them, God has got my back. When they say, has that asthma stopped? Has that back problem ended? Has that TB gone away? Hallelujah. Has that virus disappeared? Say to them that God has got my back. When they say, are you still fighting with your partner? Are you still fighting with your relative? Are you still fighting with your sibling? Look at them, smile, and say, God has got my back. Hallelujah. When they say, when will that ministry grow? When will that church grow? When are you going to pray for someone and they get healed? When are you going to pray for someone and they receive? When are you going to prophesy to someone? Say to them that God has got my back. Hallelujah. Say to them, it is only a matter of time before God shows up. It is only a matter of time before God dies does it for me. It is only a matter of time before you see it with your eyes. It is only a matter of time before I testify. It is only a matter of time before I show up and they say, there is my car. There is my house. There is my baby. There is my wedding invitation. Hallelujah. There is my new job. There is my business. It is only a matter of time before I say I am now a servant of God. It is only a matter of time before people know my name. Hallelujah. Why? Because God has got my back. He is preparing a way for me. He is preparing a package for me. He is shaping my destiny. He is shaping my future. He is preparing what needs to happen. He is putting together all the ingredients. He is putting together all the pieces to the puzzle. He is putting together all the links to the chain. Hallelujah. So God has got my back. That should be your response in 2022. God has got my back. When your bank account says, listen, there is no money. Listen, there is a negative balance. Say that God has got my back. Hallelujah. <laughs> when the employer is saying, listen, we are giving you a written warning. Listen, we are giving you a verbal warning. Listen, you may be retrenched. Listen, your position might be made redundant. I want you to smile and say, God has got my back. When they are saying, when are you going to be a mother? When are you going to be a father? When are you going to celebrate your wedding? Hallelujah. Say to them, it is all right. God has got my back. When they say you are still a refugee, you are still a foreigner, you don't have the legal paperwork, smile and say to them, God has got my back. Hallelujah. You know God's time is the best. Hallelujah. God has got my back. 
Praise the Lord. 2022, God has got your back. Hallelujah. Mm. Write down 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 15 to 18. I want to read it with you now. 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 15 to 18. Go read that and you're going to see how Elisha demonstrated to his servant that God had his back. All right? Elisha did what we are talking about today. Hallelujah. God did it for Elisha. He demonstrated that he had his back while the enemy was pursuing them, while the enemy was coming towards them, while the enemy was threatening them. He called out to God and God demonstrated his power because he had his back. Hallelujah. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you and I appreciate you. I give you all the praise and all the honor, my father. I have delivered the word and the message that you gave me today on you have got their back. You have got our back. You have got my back. You are saying that, Father, while we are shedding tears, while we are facing shame, while we are facing embarrassment, while, Lord, it is negative, while the situation is impossible, while it seems like there is no light at the end of the tunnel, you are saying you have got our back. We are not going to complain. We are not going to cry. We are not going to gossip. We are not going to give up. We are not going to stop trusting you because you have got our back. Thank you for such a message of hope. Thank you for such a message which is a reminder that you are still on our side. Father, receive the praise. Receive the adoration, for you are good and you are great. Lord, I pray for your sons and your daughters as they continue to listen to, to meditate on this message. Speak to them, O Revelation, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's the message I wanted to share with you. That's a message that God gave me for you today. He has got your back. God has got your back. Jehovah has got your back. So today you have got a new word, you have got a new phrase, you know now more that God has got your back, all right? So go out there, go in your place of work, go do your business, go do your plans, work hard, do what you have to do, and know that God has got your back. Don't give up, don't cry now, don't stop now, don't feel embarrassed now, don't feel ashamed now, understand that God has got your back. It is only a matter of time. All right? Remember that. God has got your back. It is only a matter of time. So that's it. I want to wish you a beautiful afternoon. Enjoy what's left of it. Have a beautiful week from tomorrow. And enjoy the month of February that we are starting on Tuesday. Enjoy. And God lift you. Shalom.